What's up, everybody? Chris here from Chris Gates Fitness. I'm back with another episode of the podcast. And as always, first and foremost, I want to say thank you for tuning in. Um, today's episode is one I'm really excited about. We're going to talk about the topic of rest and not necessarily what we normally talk about when we're thinking about rest, which is recovery, sleep, things like that. But what we're going to do is actually kind of go into more detail and talk about rest within your workout. So we're going to talk about how long should you rest between sets when you're lifting weights. This episode is really geared towards anybody that wants to build some muscle and get stronger. We're going to outline rest periods, which you'd be surprised how big of an impact rest periods could make for you like I said, if building muscle and building strength is something that is a goal of yours. So I'm excited to dive into it. Um, as always, before we get into all of the good stuff on the episode, I want to remind you that I am a coach. Uh, I'm an online fitness coach and I work with people to pursue the goals that they have. So uh, really, whatever goal you may have as it relates to fitness or nutrition, uh, I'd love to help you reach it. Um, so you can check out my website, chrisgatesfitness.com. There's a lot of information on there about my coaching services. Uh, there's hundreds of articles on the website now about fitness, nutrition, mindset, and everything in between. Uh, so be sure to head over to the website and check out some of that information. Um, and uh, follow me on social media. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. I'm basically everywhere. Just look for Chris Gates Fitness and you'll find me there. Episodes of these podcasts go live on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So uh, whatever device that you use, you can get the Chris Gates Fitness Podcast. And I'd like to encourage you to head over uh, to any of those platforms and subscribe. You can also watch full video episodes of the podcast on my Facebook page and on my YouTube account. So really, uh, all this content is across all the platforms. And I hope that you'll, uh, whatever platform that you're on, you'll look me up, hit subscribe and follow along because I'm pumping out a lot of free content to help you just figure out how to piece all these things together with fitness and nutrition and reach your goals. And like I said, I, I am a coach and, and I work with people to do things like build muscle, uh, build strength, train for a half marathon or a marathon marathon or a 5K um, if it, or lose some weight, really any type of goal, like I said, Related to fitness and nutrition, that's what we do here. Um, so if if you're looking for a, a little bit of help, a little bit of guidance, a little bit of coaching, I can help you out with that. So please feel free to, to contact me any way that's convenient to you. But with all that said, let's dive into the topic of the day, which like I said, is how long should you rest in between sets when lifting weights? And to start off, I think we can dive into some of what the research tells us because there's a lot of research evidence that really points us in in one pretty focused direction, and that's going to help us understand how much rest periods mean when lifting weights. So the research on this topic is, is actually really interesting, and like I said, it largely points us in one direction, and that direction is when it comes to determining how long to rest in between sets— Longer periods of rest generally tend to elicit better performance. And what I mean by that is if your goal is to build strength or to build muscle or some combination of the two, more rest in between sets is typically going to be a good thing for you. Now, we need to outline that that does come with some caveats because 
we all know you can't spend all day in the gym. So you can't be taking 10 minutes of rest in between each set, stay in the gym for four hours of the day. That doesn't make sense. So we need to have these rest periods fit within the overall framework of what you can do in the gym uh, and also have that workout fit within everything that you have to do during the day. And also, uh, too much rest. That You can get to a certain point where you're doing too much rest and it can negatively impact uh, what you're trying to do in your workout because when it comes to building strength, building muscle, you need to give your body some type of stimulus that is challenging, uh, that you know forces your body to have to adapt and grow because of what you put it through. And if you're taking 10 minutes between sets, and I know that's really you know an exaggerated time. How many people are doing 10 minutes in between sets? Nobody's doing that. But if if you're taking too long in between sets you're reducing the ability that you have to create a workout that is challenging and intense. And that is something that's significantly important when it comes to building strength and building muscles. So those are things that we need to factor into this whole discussion. And we will touch on that as we dive deeper and deeper into this topic. But we can establish from some of the research that's out there that uh, longer rest intervals have been shown to promote great, greater muscle growth uh, as compared to shorter rest intervals. Um, sh- longer rest intervals have been shown to promote added reps when training at higher intensities, and that will help contribute to greater gains. Another study found increases in overall training volume when there were longer rest periods, and we know that higher training volumes uh, generally correspond to greater gains when it comes to building muscle and strength. Um, And in terms of strength-specific, longer rest between sets has been found to result in increased training volumes, and like we said, those increased training volumes typically lead to greater strength gains over time. So this is a lot of evidence that shows us, okay, if we stretch out that rest period in between sets and we make it tailored towards the goals that we have, well, we can really make some progress. So let's dive in a little bit deeper. Why does this really matter? How do we define long as compared to short? And how can we apply all this information into your overall routine? So why it matters, you know, we can have some examples to, to kind of map this out and, and you might be thinking, well, who cares? And and I, you know, I <laughs> I can understand that because I know, you know, some people just it's not that big of a concern in terms of the progress they make. They want to get into the gym. Uh, maybe you just want to move around. You want to burn calories. You want to work out the different body parts, and and that's good enough for you. And and if the hey, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's good enough for you, you're all set. I, I think you could probably check out of this episode at the po- of the podcast at this point. But if you're serious about building muscle and building strength. Well, this is a topic that from this point on, we're going to dive into some really good stuff. Um, and, and this is something that you should dial in if you're serious about your goals, because if you go into the gym and you have a game plan for, uh, the, the amount of sets that you're going to do per body part, the amount of reps in each of those sets, and you're going to have weight prescribed for each movement that you're doing in terms of how much weight you're lifting. Well, then 
you should probably also be thinking about how much you're resting in between sets. That's kind of the fourth piece that really doesn't get talked about a lot, but it's quite important. So I think that if we if we look at the rest periods, we're standardizing sets, reps, and weight. We should also be standardizing how much time you're resting in between. And that's going to really help us standardize the entire workout and as you go and, and do these workouts over time, do these sets, reps, weight over time, and you see incremental progress, when your rest periods are standardized, you're going to be able to say, okay, well, I know that I'm progressing. It's not just because last week I didn't take enough rest, and this week I took more rest, like way, way more rest, and that's why I was able to lift weight. No, if we're kind of bringing it all together, standardizing everything, and you see progress, well, then you're going to know, okay, I'm actually progressing here. And if you're not, even if you're not progressing, if you have things standardized, then you have, you know, a foundation to figure out, well, why isn't this happening? Do I need to extend my rest periods? Do I need to change up the entire makeup of my training session? Do I need to evaluate my nutrition? You know, so it's really going to help standardize things and help you figure out what type of progress you're actually making, or if you're not making progress, where you need to go moving forward. And I have two examples here for you and on this topic of why it matters to kind of look at how to standardize your rest times. And example number one, I'm calling it the time waster. We kind of already touched on this at the beginning of the episode, but this is the person that, you know, say you have three sets of eight for bicep curls. And on the agenda in, in, in your workout today. And after you finish your first set, you put the weight down, you pick up your phone, you, you open up Twitter or Instagram, you start scrolling through. And then, you know, so your focus goes from what you were just doing to something completely different. And you scroll through there until you get bored and there's nothing good to look at. Then you put the phone back in your pocket and you do another set of eight. Well, in this scenario, yeah, you're lifting weights. Yeah, you're getting a stimulus for the muscles that you're trying to target. But I don't know that your intensity is anywhere near that it could what it could be uh, if you were actually standardizing and setting specific rest periods in between the sets that you do. Uh, you could be challenging yourself a whole heck of a lot more, uh, but you're probably in this scenario resting anywhere from five to ten times longer than it takes to actually do a set. So how is that productive? It's not very productive and you should probably aspire to be a little bit more productive and make this whole workout a little bit more efficient. And if you do that, then you can provide a higher level of intensity, greater gains over time, you see what I'm getting at. So that's example number one. Example number two is what we can call the speed demon. And it's basically the exact opposite of example number one. And this one is, we're on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. We are, uh, rather than wasting time, we are in the gym rushing to get things done as quickly as possible. So with the biceps example, again, you, you pick up the weight, you're just cranking out reps, you, you put them down, take a few breaths, pick them back up, cranking out reps. And again, you know, from a, an efficiency standpoint, sure, you're getting the work in in a quick amount of time, but are you are you giving your body the best stimulus that you could? Are you really focusing on the quality of your reps, your form, your technique? Um, I, probably not. You know, if you're resting 15 seconds or 30 seconds in between sets, uh, with the goal of fitting in as much work as you can, you'll burn some calories, and yeah, you'll you'll you know you'll feel some burn in those muscles, but 
if you're trying to build muscle, if you're trying to build strength, you're probably not doing it as effectively as you could. So neither of these two examples, the time waster or the speed demon, neither of them are ideal. Uh, and you should try and find a happy medium between the two that promotes quality work. Because if anything, when you're in the gym, each time you're in there, you should be trying to do quality work focused on form and technique and challenging yourself each and every session. Um, and you can do that by structuring your rest times in a way that the sets, reps, and weight are followed by a rest period, and we standardize it, like I've been saying, across an entire session, across an entire training block, and for, forever. Um, and so if we go back to that biceps example, you know, say you do a set of eight, and then a set of eight, and then a set of seven in week one. And then in week two, you do three sets of eight. So that's a one rep improvement. Now, if you're just doing whatever in between sets and there's no real standardization there, you don't know really if you're actually making progress or if you just waited a whole hell of a lot longer and gave yourself a, a whole hell of a lot more rest this week than you did last week in between those sets. But if you have standardized rest times, then you can say, hey, I did a set of eight, I rested 60 seconds, I did a set of eight, I rested 60 seconds, and then I did a set of eight, and that is a rep better than doing exactly those three in the exact same way last week, I know that I'm making progress. So that is, I think, the best way that I can kind of take the different examples and, and explain why this really matters. And I think now we can talk about, okay, since we understand the, the value of this, how do we put it into practice? So first and foremost, in terms of putting this into your workout structure, we need to think practically. We need to take a practical approach to setting all of this up because, you know, most of us only have a certain amount of time that we can actually train each day. So we need to keep that in mind. It would be foolish to think uh, that we didn't. So as a coach, uh, an easy place to start that I tell people to start is give yourself 60 seconds in between each set. Um, so you'll, you'll do, we can use this biceps example for, for this entire podcast. So you do a set of eight, you have a 60 second rest period. So you got your phone, right? Normally you're on Twitter in between sets. Well, instead of doing that, we all have a stopwatch on our phone nowadays. You're going to go over to that timer. You're going to start the timer. You know, let it run when it gets to one minute, 60 seconds, you're going to stop the timer, pick up the weights, do another set, so on, so forth, all the way through your workout. Um, the reason that I start people off with 60 seconds is because normally it's a good place to start. I know that's not super descriptive, but it is, and it helps you figure things out. So most of the time when I give people 60 second rest periods in between their sets, we find that over the course of a workout, the workout is generally more intense than it was before you were timing your rest periods. And the reason for that is normally when people don't time their rest periods at the beginning of your workout, you're moving along pretty good. But as the workout progresses, the rest periods get longer and longer and longer and longer. And uh, this is gonna help just make the workout overall a little bit more intense. Um, and I think that you'll find that. So if you haven't done this before, give that a try. I think that's what you'll find over time. Um, and that's just a starting point. This all can evolve over time. And, and I can relate to, uh, to, to, to this because th this is something that I really, I, you know, I kind of did right and I kind of did wrong for the longest time. I I had always adhered to 60 second rest periods very strictly. And 
the thought process was a lot of what we've described here. It's because I thought, and it's true, if you have 60 seconds in between each set and you see progress, it's all standardized and, and you can see what your progress looks over like over time. Eventually, if you do this long enough and you build enough muscle, muscle and you build enough strength, you're going to find that you get to a point where those rest periods probably need to increase so that you can continue lifting more weight and continue to build up the intensity of your workouts. And you may find that for certain movements, you need a little bit more rest than other movements. And that's perfectly fine. So you could make rest periods specific to the type of exercise that you're doing. And, you know, biceps, again, is a good one. That's not a very big muscle group as compared to if you were doing something like squats. I'll give myself 60 seconds of rest between uh, sets of, of bicep curls because you, it doesn't you you don't really need that much time to recover after a set of bicep curls. But after a set of squats, when I mean your quads are targeted, but really that, that that's a compound exercise that's involving a lot of the musculature in your body. I'll give myself up to three minutes, maybe even a little bit more in between sets, so that I can fully rest and recover and be able to approach the next set with solid form and solid technique. So I'm a big fan of um, some recommendations I, I recently read in the Mass Research Review, and that was what kind of led me to want to talk about this topic. And uh, here, here's the recommendations that they provided. And you can find these in the article that I wrote on this topic on my website, chrisgatesfitness.com. Uh, what the Mass Review suggested was 1.2 to 2 minutes of rest in between sets for single joint exercises. So that's things like bicep curls, small muscle groups, lateral raises, stuff like that. Uh, 2 to 3 minutes of rest for compound upper body exercises. So those would be your pressing movements like a dumbbell chest press or a bench press. And 3 to 5 minutes of rest for compound lower body exercises. And I just mentioned one of those, uh, squatting. Another one could be deadlifting. So those are kind of good, um, that's a good framework for you to kind of conceptualize how this might apply to each different exercise that you're doing. But like I said before, I think 60 seconds is a good place to start. Standardize your training session. And as you get more experience with it over time, you can customize it to see, you know, after you do those 60 second rest periods, you may notice that like, man, when I'm, do my dumbbell press, it's just, that just doesn't feel like enough time. Well, bump it up to 90 seconds. Bump it up to two minutes if you need to. Uh, you can, it, just like anything, it, it can be customized to you, uh, but there's only one way to figure out how to do that best, and that's to, I think, start with 60 seconds and play around with it from there. And uh, like I said, this is really going to help you uh, dial in your workouts, be efficient in your workouts, and really get that much better of an idea of the type of progress that you're making when it comes to building muscle and building strength because you're going to standardize your workout and you're going to be able to tell every time you increase a little bit of weight or every time you increase by getting another rep or two, you're going to be able to tell that that's actual progress and not based on other factors uh, that could be just because of how distracted you got in a workout and you had more time to rest. So um, this is, this is a more detailed topic, but I think it's one that can really help a lot of people. And it's one that helped me because, um, I've since 
you know, expanded things from 60 second rest periods. And, and I'm really finding new ways to progress in different exercises because of a lot of what the research evidence shows us now. Um, and just being able to be flexible, but also not too flexible, not so flexible that I can just, you know, screw around in between sets, still keep things standardized and consistent. So I hope you found this topic helpful. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Like I said, at the beginning of the episode, I'm on all the social media platforms. um, And uh, I appreciate you listening to this episode of the podcast. If you haven't, please subscribe. Uh, Please leave leave a comment or a like or a rating or review that really helps us out a lot. And uh, looking Looking forward to coming back with another episode for you guys next week. So thanks again for listening. I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you guys again soon. See ya.